think I'm first. Hi everyone, my name is Satan. We're Alyssa Vamp on the interwebs, and tonight I'll be playing Yuiza, our what elf question mark rogue. Big question mark. Hi, I'm Zachary Vado, and I am playing Arat Chijin, your Dampfear Wild Oracle. Yeah, there. I'm Abby, the birthday girl, and I'm playing our Ahuling Cleric of Keening, Fiskworth, and our moms picked out our pronouns, so she here. What's up, gamers? It's RJ here for the power three hours. I'll be playing Sulong Shen. We both go by he, him. I don't know why I went with this voice. It's fun. It's cute. It's like a little radio announcer. I just want you to just, you know, pop out of my headset and say, boo, uh, everybody. <laughs> oh, no. My name is Sarah Roberts. Uh, I use any pronouns and I will be your GM for this evening. Now, last week, you all uh, wrapped up your exploration for the most part of this area below the mansion. You discovered some things about Zasfel. Uh, maybe, you know formed a little bit more of a uh, different opinion about him in some respects, uh, but you got a bigger picture of the story of what he was going through and what he was trying to accomplish in bringing you all to the mansion. Now, you also encountered a few things that might have tried to kill you. I don't know. That book might have just wanted to make a friend with you, Issa. Uh, but you all made quick work of it, and now you are all standing in the alchemy lab, having recently completed a puzzle together. And that puzzle turned out to be the key to open the door where a person lies seemingly unconscious behind a locked gate. What are y'all doing? So... Well... Oh, uh, go ahead, Rod. No, I, I think we are probably about to say the same thing. We... We seem to have a key, finally. Yeah, um... Releasing the person that they have trapped here. That's a bad, right? That's what I said. Just confirming that that entire situation is a unequivocally, unequivocally bad idea. Okay, true. Let's, why don't we first, like this book, uh, The Keys of Bushaba. Uh, maybe it'll tell us here if it's related to her or if we're undoing one of those keys and releasing a horrible evil onto the world if we go get her. Quite true, and to be a fiend's advocate, as it were, I do think whoever this person may be, they may have valuable insight. I think it might be worth at least interrogating them, maybe setting them free. I think they're allowed to commit a little bit of a white lie, as it were. For me personally, I am wondering if somebody was was down here trying to go and release her and that is where the murder upstairs took place to distract people so i would personally like to head back that way to see if we could potentially wrap up two things at once well can i look into this book before we keep walking that way <laughs> probably probably be wise yes okay i would like to open this book gm and look through it and what does it tell me all right. Uh, you look through the book. Um, it's old and weathered with age, but there are some things that you glean from it. You see these passages written by one of Sassafil's ancestors. And the first one reads, The keys of the Avatar were created by Bashaba long ago, in a time forgotten by those who did not live it. In order to ascend her most loyal subjects to the avatars of doom and chaos, she created a band of five amulets. 
Although not all her avatars survived, generations of worshippers have taken on the post until the Age of Peace. The avatars would shed their given names to take on the mantle of the avatar. The flame, the blade, the crown, and the stag. The blade, the crown, and the stag. She's reading this out loud. Oh, well, the stag is what's to Bashaba. Oh. Blame. Will the the other three potentially be for gods as well? Am I understanding that all these keys are for Bashaba or for different Mm -hmm. gods? These are all her avatars. I mean, these, yeah. So these are all her avatars. I don't think it involves the other gods. Uh, so one one is a bit closer to her than the others then. Yes. It is a... Hmm. That certainly complicates what we are dealing with, potentially. Now we're looking at avatars of deities. Well, it did mention about something just not being able to get rid of someone without destroying the stag. So I'm going to assume that the person who's locked in here is the avatar of Bashaba, the stag version. Or is at least connected to her, yes. Yes. And I am a scholar, a a learned scholar, admittedly in many terrible things, and I think there are things to be gleaned from this potential avatar, Bashaba. I think we should ask her questions, not let her go, but just, you know, a a carrot dangled in front of a mule. I think that might move us forward, maybe even figure out who's been killing who. Possibly, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're also discussing being face-to-face with an avatar of a god or possibly someone related to them. And listen, I believe in us so much. So much. But... <laughs> we are not, we are not attempting to engage in combat with it. We are going to go investigate. I... There is the small concern that she ju- they uh, just open up on us and obliterate us instantly, but you know what? I'm not the brightest crayon in the shed, so... At the very least, we can confirm some details or not. We've already beaten a demon. Surely we can deal with the weakened, imprisoned version of a god. If even that. One-fourth of a god. What might help? What? You could tell me this is a horrible plan, but if we do go talk to them, she's going to take out like a cloak from her back, put it on so like it covers most of her, and then she's just going to change and disassemble. That could be very useful. I'm hearing the bones. I'm hearing, I'm assuming, like, hearing the bones creaking, and then I just immediately, I immediately just go feel what I'm feeling for. I think I got the bright, shiny teeth just right. I, I am, and I, I, I am disturbed. Truly, just please don't smile like that until we have to deal with it. Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, Sulan goes into his pocket, just asks you to go ah real quick. Ah. Uh, just sticks a whitening strip along the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Maybe there'll be more forthcoming with Zazapel. Maybe they'll be shocked that their murder victim has sprung to life. Exactly. I it's actually quite the don't remember how Sassafield talked, so I was assuming that's close enough. <laughs> He's a little, uh, a little pompous. 
in his uh, delivery. Okay. What's a pompous? Pompous. It's pompous. It's a, a, a manner of speaking. It's a, sounding like you are above other people. I am so excited to have you guys as my guest of honors in my lovely, lovely estate. Does that work? We can work at this. Hmm. I only met him twice, so, you know. It's fair. Twice was enough, I believe. And if anything, she should probably not be paying too close attention to you. Who wants to, anyway? Speak ill of the dead, of course. I am a cleric. I feel uncomfortable well, being like this, so can we go there now? I do not yes, like this. Unless, unless there's anything else in this uh, laboratory that we should we should take with us. Just gesturing to the room behind me. All right. Maybe I should do less of the talking. I mean, I am clearly someone that has money and has hired people to do the um, dirty work for me. Makes sense to me. Certainly. A bright smile. You see, you are terrifying me. Let's let's hurry along. Uh, BTW, um, the statue of Tear across the way can turn. Uh, If you do turn it, I suspect that the invisible bridge that's flooring the bottomless gap will disappear. So we should wait to turn it. Yeah. Uh, if they decide to go ginormous meat flesh entity and Sulong starts wobbling around, just lure it over and we'll dump it into the bottomless pit. Nothing like a bottomless pit to make sure you're safe. Honestly, that's the most useful thing in town right now. A lot of things you could throw away in a bottomless pit. Like your enemies. Or a god. I didn't say it. (laughs) Sulong starts walking away. (laughs) Since Sulong's in front of me, I'll just follow the footsteps. You arrive back in the room where you started your judgment with the mirrors and the chest. When you stand in front of a locked door, it's intricately carved, and in the center, there is a recess that would perfectly fit the starburst shape that the box has opened up into. Go ahead. Why would I open my own door? Okay. Sulong just yoinks the key and sticks it in, turns it. You stick it into the lock and you watch as light bursts forth from the center of the door, tracing the carvings along it. And you hear the mechanisms inside click and whirl and pull apart from one another. And eventually, you hear a final click. We're fine. Oh, that looks fun. It certainly doesn't bode well that this uh, potential avatar was kept behind such an intricate lock. Guarded by a demon, no less. Guys, you might want to take a look at this. (laughs) Describe it to me. Uh, it is numerous jail cells uh, drenched in cobwebs, uh, one with bone, and I think those are crystals. There is a decrepit jail that opens up 
in front of you with three cells. Off to one side, there is a cell heavy with cobwebs and bones of its former inhabitant. There are smaller cages within a large one towards the door that was collapsed by the rock rubble that you were unable to get by. And off to the side, there is a table glowing with arcane runes. Rune work tends to be delicate. Best leave them untouched until we figure out this entire situation. God, I want too long to be like, what's that? Holding up something from the table. (laughs) And as you walk through the room, you head towards the final cell. And you see a woman laying there, seemingly unconscious on her back. She looks peaceful in her green and red robes. Maybe early 20s. Definitely human looking at the moment. Is there any sign of anybody else in here? I can check. Is anyone else in here? Your voice echoes off the stone walls. Uh, stealthy as I hoped you would be. That's me, Mr. Stealth. Has she stirred it all from our lovely barbarian's most subtle vocals? Druid barbarian. No, she has not yet awoken. I might, uh... I think it's also a possibility that if whoever did all this does know we are, in fact, down here... Um, we might have just opened the door for them and they might have, you know, planned for that. Just well, then we will have to keep in, we'll have to keep uh, alert of anybody coming through this door while we're in here. I'm going to go stand over by the door and make sure no one gets in. I'm going to look at these runes. Oh, just as I. Alright. You can both roll Arcana or one person can roll with advantage. You rolled advantage. I'm going to be your little study buddy here. Is that 13? 13? Yeah. You're not sure what these are. I do not know what these are, actually. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. I didn't learn how to read most wizard symbols. I'm practically illiterate when it comes to that particular study. You know, we probably should have brought a wizard from the wardens a lot with us. We come across a lot of arcane... Well, I can at least um, draw the symbols in my notebook and show it to them later, of course. Oh, yes, our own art is very good. Probably <laughs> safer you. than interacting right, with them anyways. <laughs> Please don't do that. I always thought you were Yuiza again for a second. No, I am I am not. <laughs> She's gonna ask as she's gonna take out her journal, just write down the symbols. Um, Tara, can I roll Arcana? Because I think it'd be really funny. You can just like, come over as we're both looking. You won't <laughs> like, get Ed, you won't get advantage, but you can do a straight roll. Seventeen. Seventeen. You look at the symbols, and they appear to be transcription symbols. This is spot that someone would use to duplicate writings. Oh. 
the oh. bookmakers have these sort of tables back home. Book bookmakers? Or have we stumbled into a printing press? Uh, unknown. It's basically a type of transcription magic. Uh, you write on one book and it appears on the other, more or less. Fascinating. Discord, why me a history check? Ooh, I love world history. A ten. Ten. Luckily, that meets. This is something that jogs your memory about home. Occasionally, when travelers were scarce, there were people in your colony whose job it was to find more food. And sometimes that involved interrogating those who were held to become your next meal. They would use something like this to duplicate the pages of their notes. Writing things in triplicate is a pain, after all. Very inefficient. Especially with these little knobs. Truly, you have to dip your claw into ink so many times at home. Oh, I do. Sorry, my apologies, Sulong. That just reminded me of uh, home. I'm so sorry. It's quite all right. Uh, we just tended to use these sorts of things in interrogations when finding uh, our next meal, so to speak. Easier to have the paper stored somewhere else, just in case. Now, was there like a special magical process you had to do, or is it like I write on one thing and it appears on another? DM? This wasn't something that a Fiskorth took part in. So you would have to roll Arcana again, Fiskorth, to see if you could figure out how to do this. Oh boy. Let's see how this goes. Can I help somehow? Nope. Okay. I have no <laughs> okay. idea what just happened. That's a 16. That's great. A <laughs> That's 16? wonderful. With my okay. negative one to intelligence. You... <laughs> wandered in to one of these rooms one time and you saw someone setting up. You remember seeing the parchments laid out in triplicate on the desk and that there was a special writing utensil that was used with the first one to activate the runes on the, underneath the second and third page to create the ink transfer. But as you look around, you don't see the item that would be needed here. Well, typically they have a, there's a quill or something, whatnot, usually an enchanted pen cap that would take the paper to transfer it to the other parchment you had intended for it, but it, it doesn't seem like the key is here, so to speak. So whoever was making use of these is no longer here or took it with them, which if they wanted to keep it secret, you would do. While everybody is looking over the table, uh, I am up against the cell, and I am I'm trying to listen in a to the person that's that's in the cell to see if I can pick up on anything like sounds of them stirring awake or anything strange. I'm just also just listening for anything any sounds that aren't the three people that I'm familiar with in here. Roll me perception. 
it's uh, 20 total off of a 15. Fantastic. You hear the slow and gentle breathing of the person in the cell. They don't appear to be stirring and there doesn't appear to be an increase in heart rate. You don't think that they're faking it. Um, You also hear the hum of magic directly in front of you. Sensing an idea of what it is, I'm going to extend my like the tip of my walking stick forward until it taps the cage, or the cell, rather. As you tap the cell, there is a sharp zap that hits your cane. And the rest of you turn and see a flash of light as arcane magic goes off. It would appear that the cell is warded. Mm, that's what I thought. What was that? Uh, intruder alarm, or rather intruder deterrent. Uh, it looks like it takes more than simply a key to a front door to access this woman. Great. Which is good for if anybody else was actually down here trying to get to her. And as you say that, there is a slight shift from within the cell. And you hear, Do you come to ask more questions? As the person within slowly sits up, rubbing their eyes, backing themselves up against the back wall. We did. We did. I do not believe we have met, but we have come with a... I'm sure a familiar face. Gesturing over to. And the rest of you watch as she eyes Zasafel warily. We do have a, a few questions, if you don't mind. No, I'll let you get back to your rest. It's not like I can go anywhere else. Do you want to? I want to go home. What brought you here, then? We were not privy to this information, and uh, we were given carte blanche to ask you what we will. Um, someone brought me here. I don't remember who. A long time ago? It feels like forever. I I don't know if it's day or night. It's hard to tell. Of course, I imagine. Do you know why you were brought here? No. Can I do an please, insight check on that? Please let me go home. I just, I just want to go home to my family, please. Yeah, go ahead and roll insight. That's a seven. Seems like a scared woman in a cell. Honestly, like while I'm talking, I should be rolling insight because it's my expertise. If you want, you can. Yeah, yeah if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. That's got a that's got a plus nine on it, so, so. twenty six. 
26. So I'm just listening to breathing, heart rate, etc. tone of voice. It's difficult to tell, but their heart rate does quicken. It's hard to tell if they're just scared or if they're lying to you. Does anybody else know that you're here? Mm, I don't... I don't think so. Nobody in particular that would be especially keen on finding you and getting you out. He's the only one who ever comes and sees me. And the rest of you watch as she points to Zasifel. Oh. I see. Uh, my friend, uh, would you mind going out and sending Louisa in, please? Perhaps a change of faces will be kinder. I say too. Mm-hmm. You're in disguise as Asavel. Okay, I was about to say, sure, I'll go get her. Wait, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> but of course. Just a slow, like, rich walk out. <laughs> Fiskorth and Sulong, as you, Yuiza leaves, you watch, and this woman's eyes do not leave Zasifel until he is out of the room. No, my dear, I understand that. It seems like you have a bit of an unfortunate association with her employer, and I lean in sort of conspiratorially. I'm playing a good cop here. I've read enough of those books to know what that is. Is there a home you want to go to? Is there some place in particular? Mm-hmm. My home. Your home. I'm afraid we all have one of those, my dear. But could you specify a, the Feywilds, perhaps? A plane of oblivion? What? I'm not from another plane. What? I don't... Hello? I don't understand. All right. My other associate is here. Uh, maybe she, she tends to be far better at asking questions, but you're from around here. We'll, we'll figure it out. We're all just here to have our questions answered. Yes. Uh, Yuiza, this is... Uh, I, I apologize. I did not ask your name. What's rude of me? Lily? Lily. You said this is Lily. Hello. What? What? Why are you down here? They brought me here. They? The one who left and someone else. Or maybe it was someone. I don't. I don't remember. Why ever would Zasifel want you brought down here? But what purpose would he have to imprison you? It's terribly cruel. Roll insight. Whoever wants to. 21. 16. All right, you hear something waver in their voice. And Sulong, as you watch this person... As they're asked questions, it's almost as if something moves behind their eyes. That's not all there is to it, though, is there? What? There's more than that. Surely you must have been told why you were 
being brought down here. A man does not come in daily, however long, without saying a single word to you, especially if you are that familiar with him. Uh, It must be a purpose. One day I... I I was at home and the next I was here. Where is your home? What town? So Scarmy? We have a little house on the coast. I uh it's been quite some time, but uh, I remember the, the smell of the water. So just like that you crossed the you crossed the entire continent without realizing it. Yes. Where am I? They won't tell me. Safe, from what I can tell. Certainly nobody can do you harm in here. And I can guarantee that you're among friends at the very least. We don't mean you any harm. No one who's ever talked to me here is a friend. That's all to be expected. You have been put under prison, after all. Very, very deep underground. But we are not the people who imprisoned you. We're, you know, I suppose we can part with a little kernel of truth for you. We're investigating a murder of a certain person. We're trying to figure it out. And you seem to be someone who's been here for a while. Maybe you can tell us what you've seen. Every once in a while, Zasafel comes in and asks me questions. May I ask, what kind of questions does he ask you? Uh, History questions, they don't make sense. Keeps asking me um, about some temple. I don't... Which one? I don't know. Uh, I think it's supposed to be in the desert, but I've... I've never crossed the mountains. They're... They're too big. I don't... <laughs> and these are... He's usually asking you about this temple when he comes and talks to you. Yeah. Only him. No one else has come but him. Um. There, there was someone a long time ago. I think they looked like him, but older. And then it was just him. Was the older one the other one that brought you here? Or was it somebody else? Maybe. TM, do I have to continue an inside check to see how this is going? <laughs> If you'd like to roll that okay. one, yeah. Sure. I'm going to roll two. 27. 21. As you continue to probe, uh, Arat and Sulong, you notice that almost without her noticing, her hands begin moving. 
and almost as if she's not even aware of it, they are drawing the antlers of a stag in the dust beside her. Did you, did they ask you any questions about a stag, a giant deer, that sort of thing? Um, sometimes I told him I didn't like hunting. Excuse us for a moment. And he'll pull the crowd away real quick. Uh, out of your shot of Lily, hushed whisper. She might not be aware. That's what it's I'm possible. getting. Zazafel and whatever his family may be attempting, maybe thinking this is some form of protection and they're keeping the girl locked away from the rest of the world and also trying to exploit her at the same time. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm think- go, ahead. Oh, go ahead, sorry. I'm starting to think that maybe freeing her is not so bad an idea. The thing is that if she's not even aware, then if if they're an avatar, that doesn't mean. I mean, whoever they're an avatar for only means their body, right? Not the person inside it. There is something more to her beyond what we are being presented with, though. What I cannot say. Yeah, uh, I get that too. I'm just worried that what if her being in the prison is somehow suppressing the knowledge of being an avatar? Somehow, there are memory erasure magics. There are. She could also just be lying to us. Well, regardless, we are certainly not going to be the ones to open uh, a warded cell, so we will have to. We will have to tell Zasafel's sister of. What is, gone, what is down here? All that family secrets. I think we should tell the wardens first. I agree. Zasfil wanted to keep his family out of this for some reason, having to do bloodlines or whatnot. I mean, that's why he supposedly abandoned his child out of wedlock. But I think the wardens are the best case here. But we will have to give the crowd upstairs an answer as to what we've discovered. Yes. Just tell them it's a temple to Tyr and Timora. We could also tell them a little bit of a white lie, I think. Keep them off our backs for a bit. Just say we found a raving madman down here. We put him to justice. None of this gives us an answer for what's been happening upstairs, though. It doesn't. I was hoping that we might find some clue of a person trying to make their way down here, but instead we have uncovered secret after secret. Great. As much as I would like to have this all cleaned up, I think we're in far above our heads. We're drowning and the hoolings are pulling us down. I can wait down here until y'all tell the wardens what's up. Don't want anybody sneaking in and letting her out, right? Right. We really shouldn't split up, though. What other options do we have? Well, we have the only key into here. Are you alright with us locking the door behind us so long? Oh, I meant taking it so long with us and locking the door, but either way. I've been in worse scrapes. If we're going to split up, at least let's do it in Paris. I'll stay with you so long. <sighs> All right. 
Well, all right, you cannot fly, but I am happy to carry you and fly us to the wardens. Oh, uh, Nismat and someone else. Uh, was it Gowan? No. We informed Nismat and one other person that we needed help, and they were coming with a cart. That's true, actually, Arbel, yeah. Yeah, Arbel said that she would call Nismat and Pascal. 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 Uh, Nismat Actually, we, do have, we do have wardens on the way. Nismat and Pascal should be on their way with a cart. Right, well, well, then By we will way, have wardens at least. Um, could you guys like not tell other people about my little? I have no idea trick? what you're talking about. I haven't seen the thing. Thank you. Your words are golden, my dear. As is whatever you do with your bones. Silence. Okay, thank you. Time to toddle upstairs. I will follow. Okay, you're all heading back upstairs? Well, two of us are. Okay. Too long and Yui's are gonna just sit there and guard. Sounds good. All right, Fiskorth and Arat, you head back upstairs and you enter into the kitchen. Are you heading straight back? No. Just pausing here. I'm just. I don't understand how we could find no evidence anywhere of this killer. Neither do I, honestly. It's just too tied up with this whole house and whatever secrets this family has been keeping. I. I insist that we're above our heads. We have to bring the other wardens into this mess. Agreed. If there is any chance of one of the people in, that is in that room having done it, maybe something will stir if we mention what we that we found something downstairs. But apart from that, not even finding footprints outside. It's far too mysterious for my liking. And it reeks of magic. As I said, we'll have to rely on the other warden's assessment. More eyes on it can only mean the better, right? Professional eyes. No offense, of course, Sarah. None taken. Well, then let's go uh, tell them what we found, and I will listen for any changes in demeanor. I'll keep eyes on faces. Okay. You both head back down. As you come down, uh, you see Arabelle out in the hallway talking to Pascal and Nismet. Okay, actually, well, I, I, I'll, I'll we'll probably head over to them first then. Uh, as you approach, she is there informing them of what has been going on. And as you arrive, oh, uh, oh, Thank you. I don't think I'm explaining everything right, but I think I got the gist of it. Um, where, where's Sulong and Yuisa? Are they okay? Uh, they are. They are still looking further into something downstairs. Uh, that uh, that which at least one of you two uh, may be able to assist them with. Downstairs. There's a basement. Uh, yes. There is. There is a basement. Yes. Uh, which I, we we're about to tell the others in there. Um, Family rights with information and all that. Uh, if one of you wants to stay with us, you may. If, if you both want to go down, 
that's also perfectly fine. But and I'll and I'm actually gonna I'm gonna describe the like the quick path to uh to Sulong and Yuiza uh, to these two like to Pascal and Nismat. Pascal and Nismat give you both a nod and just all right. Uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll look into it. Um. There's not like any booby traps or anything, is there? Nismat. Not anymore. You both. Not anymore. We handled those. No worry. It was only mildly painful. Of yes, course, the you other did. two will That's have why more. You're uh, one of the wardens. And Pascal puts up a hand for a high five. This flinches back. It's a clearly he's gonna hit her. It's a high five. You're supposed to. You're supposed to see. It's like. This, I, this don't, I don't. I don't here. Help. And like you see them both like clap hands in the air. I, I don't have five, but I can try. All right, let's go a little bit. So just like gingerly put her nub up against his hand. Hell yeah! Your first high five. Good job. Yes. There's a murder to solve. I got a high five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Another first for fist score. Uh. Okay, yeah. So they will head down there. Uh, Arabelle looks at the two of you. Um, Allison's been kind of beside herself since you all left. I, I think she's having a rough go of it. So just approach with caution, I guess. Stages of grief. I understand this completely. I've seen all five of them, sometimes very quickly. Don't worry, I can handle this. Okay. I'll just gingerly, you know, open the door and that dad kind of be like, hey, champ, but... Ellison, my dear, hello? This is Fiskor. You walk in and Ellison is staring out one of the windows next to the fireplace. She hears you almost as an afterthought and turns around, her eyes not really focusing on you. Did you... Did you find anything? We found quite a bit, actually. Things that I feel as if you're entitled to. Your brother, he did some very noble things, but in name of protecting you, Arad, I think you might have the better mouth for this. Uh, yes, uh, your, your brother apparently is more than simply the mayor of the town. He was in service to Tira, and we found, uh, in, in our search for this murderer, we followed what we thought was a trail into a basement into a temple. It seems a temple dedicated to Tyr. What? We? No, there's just there's just the cellar and the wine storage. Where where would he put a whole temple? Further below, it seems. Uh, a little hidden place in the basement. Quite ingenious, if I do say so myself. Seems uh, it was it was tasked to him, uh, and so he took the task to heart. And while I'm saying this, I'm I'm trying to listen to see if anybody like gets nervous or excited at the mention of down there. But I'm trying to I'm still trying to figure out if this murder is at all connected to down there. And if so, if well, anybody's in the room or hiding in the room, it's a nat 20 for a 29. Ellison seems genuinely confused, as do the 
servants in the room. They seem perplexed as they murmur to one another about this space that none of them have heard of before. And you hear Arabelle's heart quicken as she leans into Fiskworth. Please tell me there were some interesting artifacts down there. Like, what kind of temple was it? Like, was, was it like oh, the Was it old? Like, um, do you think I could go down there later and take some notes for my journals? You actually, you might just be the mind we needed there. There were some ruins, of ones I'd only seen back in the chapel cacophony. Also, this painting with, with a being, being that came out of the pit. I'm very sorry for your loss. Yes. You, don't you agree? Arabelle should go down there, have a studied mind, I, look I at think everything. we might be able to, yes, uh, yes, I think so. Uh, I'll turn back to Allison and the others say, if you'll continue to rest here. We have the other wardens investigating downstairs to make sure that everything is safe and secure. Rest assured, your family's safety is our number one priority. We wish to uphold your brother's wishes. And, and this, if this individual is down there, then we are going to find them. It seems that there is not many places they could have gone besides. Right. Um... Okay, I I guess we'll lock the door behind you again. If you wouldn't mind, take take your moment. Uh, once we are finished down there, we will help resolve things up here. All right. Thank you. Absolutely. And I'll turn back to Fiskworth and Arabelle. Shall we? Yes. Um... Where do we go? Uh, back down the hall. Okay, yes, back down the hall. Right, lead the way. Uh, and as you start walking, Arbel actually pulls a small notebook out of her dress pocket. It's well worn. She has a small pencil that sits in a little loop off to the side of it, and she starts asking you both questions. So, how exactly did you find it? Was there a mechanical component to getting down there, or was it mostly just you fell through the floor? One time, I accidentally fell through a temple floor into a temple crypt, landed right in a sarcophagus. It was alarming, but we found some really interesting artifacts down there. They all ended up at the school that I worked for, and the students are still studying them. We don't totally totally know what they do, but um, I think that one of them might have to do something with transmutation magic, but then it just kind of started phasing in and out of existence, so they're still working on it. You're very excited about all of this uh, while we are still looking for murder. I mean, it's sad, but it's also kind of exciting. I was, I've been... He's quite right. Any chance to grasp at this kind of knowledge is... A chance we must take. For so long. Kind of, I don't know. Feels nice to be useful again. <laughs> no, that's very fair. I'm Zasafel, I mean, obviously had to keep the secret, but never mentioned it or never let any hint drop about more, de- more to this location? No. I offered to stay over a few times, but he never, um, never took me up on it. I see. Very well. And yeah, I'll continue to walk with them all the way back down, I guess. Okay. Uh, and she will walk back down with you. She takes a lot of notes 
on the structure as you all move down and asks you uh, questions about what exactly you experienced here. Um, and she is notating everything that you uh, discuss with her. While you are gathering Arabelle, let's head back over to Sulong and Yumi. So while you two are downstairs, your friends have just left. What are you doing? Looking to talk to Lily a little okay. bit more. All right. Do you remember what your life like? Your life was like before all this, Lily? We own a bakery. I was in charge of making the bread. Mom made the, the pastries and Dad handled the, the front of house with sales. Sounds quite nice. Did you experience strange stuff before all this happened? Um... Not really. Strange how? Uh, did you... I used to get really bad acne, does that count? <laughs> I don't know, I did too, yeah. that's not strange. I think that's more common than people. most people think, really. Um, you know, just anything you felt different or any strange happenings going on around you? Um, there was a carnival that came to town. That was she, different. She got to the carnival? You did. What was your favorite part? Um, <laughs> there, there was a, a a unicorn in the petting zoo. Seemed really nice. It does seem quite exciting. I'm really sorry that you're down here, and we're we're gonna do our best to see how we can help you. I okay. know. They points to the door, <laughs> assuming Sazafel uh, can be a bit, you know, not the greatest. Are you feeling hungry, thirsty right now? I could go for something to eat. I think I have some, it's not the, the best thing, but I do have some granola and some bread. I don't know if I'll be able to pass it to you through this thing, but she's gonna try and put make like a little bundle and just kind of slide it if possible. Uh, you can definitely try. Make me a dexterity uh, dex check to see if you can pass it without hitting the bars. 14, so 19. 19. You are able to pass it through the bars. Lily, and she takes it and eats it hurriedly. You shouldn't eat so quickly. If you haven't eaten in a while, the sudden shock to the system might actually hurt you more than help. So take your time. Chew oh. proper. Okay. Did you ever experience baths where your own body just did things without you noticing? Or you moved, or maybe sleepwalking. 
Um, I don't think so. All right. I'm I sorry. sleep a lot here, but mm-hmm. I think that's just because it's normally dark. Yeah, that can. I always get super sleepy when things get dark. Sulong will pop a squat, uh, sit crisscross, crisscross applesauce in front of the jail and just have the axe resting on his shoulder. What was your favorite bread? Mm, sourdough. Mm, that's a good one. Get this with some fresh butter. Oh, so good. Do you... You really have no idea why you're down here. My money was on cult for a while. My mom used to tell me stories, but, um... No one ever seemed to want anything but to ask me questions, so... Maybe I did something wrong? I don't think that's the case. I'm gonna roll inside check. Okay. 15. She seems genuine. Yeah, doesn't know why she's here. We'll find out the answers. And if can, we'll, we'll get you somewhere safer. Nicer. So we can figure out what's going on. Is that okay with you? I just go home. Soon. That is the goal. I promise. Okay. And as you say this, uh, through the door... I'm not going to take them all the way around the map. Walk in Nismat and Pascal. No. Hey. Uh, hey, what is... Uh, wow, this is... Yeah, um, Sulongo just hops up and kind of ushers Yuiza towards Nismat and Pascal and then ushers them away from Lily. Yeah, oh, okay, where, what... Just around the corner, just around the corner. Hello. Oh, hey, you dropped okay. this, by the way, and he hands the axe to Nismat. Oh, I... Oh! Um... Thank you. So... You didn't get um, it from me. Well, maybe... You might want to hold on to that and not use it. Because it might might be a murder. It's actually a murder weapon in this case, so... I'm, I'm sorry. You, what? What? So, what? I, I don't what 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 it was used to kill Cleaver yeah oh yeah that's behind the bits of paint is evidence yeah um thanks for the paperwork I guess and she I, I, mm, holds honestly, I wasn't the axe good. in her hands looking it over As you can see, there's a lot happening. But we Um, cast exposition to save on time. mm -hmm. Okay. Cast power word exposition. Um, And then we found her. And um, I don't think she really knows why she's down here. I thought it had, because you know, the avatar and stuff. She kind of gives me the vibe that there's something more though. Yeah, I mean, could be. 
Uh, and they both look at each other and then back to you and... I mean... We could take her back to the warden's guild house, I guess? I... I don't know. I feel really weird about knowing there's a woman in a cage down here and not oh, for getting sure. her out. No, no. no. It, it, there's a force yeah. field around her. Yeah. Oh, that's extra gnarly. Yeah, I mean, I can try and, and, and lockpick the door. But we're kind um, of not equipped to deal with the force field. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could like hold on to it and hope that it shocks me instead of Yuisa because no, it's too busy shocking no, me. No, right. that's Did not how it works. look to see if it even needs to be picked like is there like a command word we're not magicians can i study the door (laughs) you can as you go over to study the door we'll say this is we'll say that this is where uh the rest of the party plus arabelle come in uh and you all hear arabelle asking uh a million questions a second of fiskorth and arat as they are walking in the door I'll field your questions so that Arat and Fiskarth can have some screen time. I'm telling you, that artifact turned into a pickle. The funniest thing I've ever seen. A pickle? Really? Yes. What happened to Picard after that? We have no idea, but it was hilarious the time. He was meant to be feeding stock, but uh, that was the old days. Turned into a pickle. And she starts taking more notes and, oh, hi. Oh, oh. Yeah. There, there's a lot going on down here. Mm-hmm. You know, you said what it was on the way down here, but I was, it still did not mentally prepare me for this. And we were quite shocked as well. Yes. And obviously, uh, we cannot get into the, the cell due to the warding on this onset cell. Uh, Give though- me a moment while I look at the door. <laughs> Go ahead and roll investigation. Though there may be reason to hold off on that. 14. There we go. There's an unusual mechanism on the door. There's nowhere for you to stick a set of thieves tools. There is a round, slightly domed recess where a normal lock would sit. Can I kind of do like... Intelligence roll to see if I've seen anything so far down here that's similar to that. Roll me. Roll me a history check. Natural 20. For a 23. 23. You look at it and it looks vaguely like the shape of the amulet that you all found in the library that had the symbol of tear on it. Hey, Sulong. Uh, yeah. Do you still have that necklace amulet thing that you found in the library? Yes, the one I was keeping as evidence and not as a souvenir for this time. Why? I think that might be the key to the door. There is a small swear under Sulong's breath as he walks over and begrudgingly gives you his amulet. She'll take it. And she'll she'll look to the group like Um 
I'm gonna try to get like literally everybody. And we should in probably go into the other room. <laughs> so I mean, honestly, we'll be it's, right back. It's fine. Everyone's going out to the other room to have a chat. I'll move y'all. Yeah. So out there, I'll say while while normal instinct agrees to free a, a trap woman from a cell, her her status as an avatar of this deity gives me pause for concern as I am not familiar with said deity or what releasing an avatar would do. It seems that she is operating outside of her own knowledge even. Arat, can I speak with you one moment privately over here? Uh, Sure, we can continue to subdivide. Uh, Oh, sorry. Sorry, just a real quick question that's Uh, really private. Okay. Talking about man things like their muscles and oils. I feel like this is not the right time for that. I mean, if they want to talk about like muscles, like they should be taking me too, you know? Because like, okay, I brought up. the, I brought the gun show. Too. I was about to say, pow pow, bang bang, you have brought the gun show into this tomb. Oh, we need one muscly man to stay here with us. So, don't worry, I'll protect you. That's definitely what I said. I'm really sorry about this. I, I don't know if it's culturally insensitive or if this is any do. Dreams taste the same to you? No. That's a shame. Uh, Maybe we could have asked her to describe a dream and you could have sampled it to see if it was funky. No, I mean, they they don't taste the same to me. So they have unique, unique tastes to them or flavors or stimulants, however you might describe it. But perhaps... Yeah, could could you tell if something was off about it? I, it's not exactly a lie detector, but I might possibly get some grander idea of what is going on inside of her head. But again, she is currently awake and not asleep, and I don't know if she have many uh, hopes and dreams and aspirations that describe being locked down here, aside from getting out. Yeah, I think her the biggest one right now would be getting out. All right, uh, well. Thank you for answering that. Again, I'm sorry if it was a little insensitive. Just wanted to Confusing, but not insensitive. You see my thought process here, right? I, I, I suppose. No, but like, if you know, it, it I, would... I, I understand. I understand. Just walking out. <laughs> anyway, back to the, the main point at hand. Again, I, I hesitate to release an avatar of a deity. Though if there's no other option, then... Really, I think the girl would be safe within, within the wardens. Look, for some of the finest men, women, and other folks who perform great feats of strength, magic. If an avatar of a god who doesn't know what she is, she's safest with us. It's cruel to leave her here. I've seen too many sad faces and too many cages drained of their life. We I can't. I understand, but we'll also have to tell her what's going on. She's going to keep asking to go home. And who are we to deny her that? I'd be kinder to tell her the truth. It's, Rather than just let her be used as a key in whatever bomb. No, of, of game course. This, is. this. I do not want that. But maybe we should. Um, do Pascal um, and and this Do y'all have contact with? I was trying to look up the character's name, but our boss, boss Toby. 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 Uh. Yeah, I, there's like a whole slew of sending stones in the office. 
Did she, like, get them to come and explain the situation to him while we... Like, now? Like... It's an emergency. No, sure. Like, the avatar... The possible avatar Bashiba could wait is fine. Bashaba. It's fine. We could wait. Of course. It's a lobby problem. Sorry, that was very insensitive of me. Just for to not to not to not drag on the hours into the morning. Do you all have any experience with anything close to this? Or Audibel, at the school you mentioned, is there anything possibly in line with any sort of scenario such as this? Um. Well, not. I mean, <laughs> an avatar is kind of a huge deal if that's what we're dealing with. Um. It's it's kind of an unprecedented thing. They don't really make themselves known um although there have been a few documented uh over the years um i think there was an avatar to um oh oh who was it i can't oh gosh um i'm pretty sure it would was one of the the harvest deities i can't i can't for the life of me, remember. Um, but they they were pretty nice. Um, they just, you know, kind of got mad at a um, at a at a um, group of people who were burning crops, and they just kind of took out the wrath of nature on them, and then just went back to normal. Um, there was that documented case. Um, there's. And what would one of Bashaba do? One of the shot if, left, oh. if um, left unchecked. I'm not really it's sure. Bad luck. Lots of bad luck. Is is there any recorded uh, uh, account of of these avatars losing their own faculties and just becoming like you know meat puppets for the gods? Um. Well, I remember correctly. The other one knew what they were, but their connection was sometimes. F- described as uh, foggy so I don't know I think some may know some may not it, it doesn't um, it's not really my area of expertise I know I know runes and old things she did act on her own accord without realizing that she was drawing in the sand oh. she's one of the five avatars of Bashava the stag there's five yeah so there's a crown there's a flame there's a sword there's something else. Is there five or four? She asked herself, GM. Uh, let me. I look. didn't write it down. I, I, did, so I did put the information in your player journal uh, under books and oh, pamphlets. Uh, oh. It was the flame, the blade, the crown, and the stag. It's four. Oh, it's mistyped. four. That's my. That's my bad. Uh, the no, flame, the blade, the crown, and the stag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's four. She's one of the four. She's the stag. The other ones are the flame, the blade, and the crown. So... Okay, so... It... Huh. Um, well... Safety-wise, yes, it probably is better to keep her locked up. Ethically, if she does not know, though, then you are technically keeping a person who is innocent imprisoned in the... Yes, but... She- if she, seemed to be, basement. if she seemed to be acting without her knowing and she opens the book and says they were supposed to send the most loyal subjects to avatars of doom and chaos uh is it the loyal subjects and she doesn't remember doing anything i don't know if she's lying so 
the, someone who doesn't have anything to know about Bashaba doesn't seem like a loyal subject to me unless there were some sort of like you know weird brain magic but then that would be counterintuitive to you know asking questions to know more about you know what they are and I'm just ranting at this point but I think I'm making some sense we, we no, have one I... of two options here we we can either we can either keep her imprisoned until somebody that understands this can address the matter or we can take her with us hoping that we have the faculties and facilities to manage whatever might happen that kind of power we need to keep an eye on it it's the right to the wardens isn't it to protect people from forces such as this that is why I wanted Dinsmat and Pascal to come down here. I do not. I do not know if the wardens are capable of handling this or not. I'm as new as the rest of you. I mean, I don't just sit around doing paperwork all day. So, I mean, I think your arms are clear indicator that you don't. Hey, uh, I mean, like we can try our best and just. See what happens. I I don't know. I've I don't do like like I am normally sent in to like hit things with. Dude, same. Yeah. Right. Okay. So how about we just mention it to Toby? Do you have a little sending stone to Toby? Uh, not on me. Back at the office, which means another trip all the way back there, and then messaging all the way back here again. Arabelle, do you have a sending stone to Toby? Uh, I do not. Cool. Okay, do you guys happen to have, like, I don't know, anti-magical, like, manacles or something like that? That's very specific ask. It I imagine so that we can keep her safe from whatever's happening. Not that I carry on me all the time. Unless it's a Thursday. All the time? A Thursday? What do you mean? That's my own private business. Thank you very much. That is your own private business. I just, I just meant like more, you know, Pascal and Nismat, since you know you're part of the wardens. I don't know how like authoritative guard figures work about their arsenal that they carry with them. Is there like a care package? Like we didn't really receive a care package, but you know. uh, no. Normally we are just like you know going in and fighting monsters, not uh, taking them in for questioning, and uh, or like making friends with them. Um, but I mean, we could procure Arabels, uh, and uh, I and this Matt uh, speaks up. I mean. We could do that, but then, I mean, she's still technically out there with us. And, like, again, she could be lying, which I I don't know. I cannot, I wasn't really good at telling because she looks really, really sad. You know, that's, like, going for her inside the cage. But it is said, like, most loyal servants. And I don't know if she's really is lying and had nothing to do with it or is, like, the most loyal servant, and that's why she's lying. The only thing I could think of if we wanted to be entirely safe is to tell her that we are going to get somebody that can get her out, which buys us time to get a more knowledgeable person here. But again... Someone from the temple, probably, if it was dealing with the deities. Possibly. That's the only thing I can think of, uh, apart from simply opening the door. Also, we do still have a murder on loose. Right. 
I think yeah. it's best to wait for the temple in this regard. We really cannot risk it. We can we can tell her that either we can tell her that uh, we have disposed of Zasafel and we are going to get somebody that can get her out, or we can leave that last part out and just say we're going to go we're going to go push to get her out and get someone that can help her. So your plan is to tell a person that is locked up in the other room that you killed the person who had them locked up in the room and that you are safe to be trusted? I mean, let's get something straight. We did not kill Sasafel. Well, no, but I mean, it sounded like you were going to say that you dispatched him. And so I was just wondering, like, what the what the plan was. I'm giving up. I'm giving options. I don't... I have absolutely no idea what to do in this circumstance. I did not uh, I have a training manual for this. Per- perhaps telling her that her jailer is now dead might spark something that we have otherwise not seen. Uh, or we leave it out entirely. We just tell her that we have to go get someone that can help her. Either way, that's the only idea I have short of simply opening the door. I think we leave it out. Tell her that we're going for someone who can help her. Probably a good idea. And Pascal gives you finger guns. Also, uh, while the murder is still on loose, everybody else is still upstairs with no guards. We didn't yep, think they about are. that one. Nope, they have the door locked, same as the last time. Yeah, but what if one of them is still the murderer? There's so much going on, my small brain can... I mean, it's not if, small, but a lot if one of, one of them stuff is the murderer. tonight. If one of them is the murderer, then it is not connected to anything down here. Nobody reacted whatsoever to the existence of this place, apart from confusion. Okay. Okay. So, you guys go get Toby and possibly a pair of anti-magic manacles. Do you want me to research the amulet at all? That would probably be good. That would be good. Yeah, and she'll show her the amulet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Arabel will take it and start notating on it. Yeah. Just I can make a run that. for the temple. Yeah, I I think I should stay down here with them. Then, all right, then, okay. Pairs. Some, somebody has to go upstairs and let the others know what, what we're doing. And well, listen... We'll take them back with us to town in the cart. House them up in the guild for the time being. Zach? It'll be costly, but worth it. Something we have like no this. Yeah, what we're dealing with. More people, yeah. Something uh, like these needs more people. Uh, Nismat raises a hand. Yeah. Um, how about we just all tell her together and then we just all leave together? There's also that. Again, if we lock the door behind her, she is safe from anything else down here, and she either trusts us or she doesn't. All right. We're also taking the only other key to her cell, so... Exactly. I don't like not knowing what to do here, but I can think of nothing else. All right. Sulong is going to head for the door. Okay. 
You going back in? Yeah. All right. Lily startles a bit as you all walk in. Um, hi. Hi, Lily. Hi. We'll be back. We need to go get a specialist to help us open this door. The magic is a little too strong for me right now. But we want to help you get out of here. You do not know why you are here, and it's not fair to keep you here. We just simply uh, need the proper people to be able to open it. Okay. Who are they? They're from the wardens. They are people that help people. Same as us. And you are someone that needs help. All right. So, continue to wait here and we will return with people that can help properly. As you say this, I will need everyone to roll me a wisdom saving throw. 21. Uh, 16. That's a natural one, baby. Guess what, bestie? Oh my god. You hear the small clink of an object roll across the floor to your feet. And you hear Arabelle say, Stun. As you are all frozen in place. And even with a 21? <laughs> even with a 21. Wait, Arabelle? You hear the soft steps and swish of a skirt. And as she comes into view, her image changes. The soft face is more, a little more angular. The eyes a little darker. The hair goes from its mousy brown to near black tipped with green on the ends. Well, you all made this far more complicated than it needed to be. As she walks to the door and places the amulet into the lock. All right, dear. Time to go. Go have some fun. And as she says that, she turns on her heels, walking past you all. You watch as the woman in the cell, her expression changes as her eyes darken to an inky black. Her body twists and contorts. Her arms extend into long blades. She has not one head, but three now. And you hear time for a bit of chaos as she steps not past you, but through the wall to the side. As Arabelle, Nismet, and Pascal go to leave the room, she leans into you, Elisa, and says, Don't worry, dear. I'll let your daddy know just how smart and bright his girl has grown up to be. And with that, they exit the room. And that is where we are going to go to break.
Thank you, everyone, for joining us tonight. We'll be back shortly, so don't go anywhere unless you grab a drink, grab a friend, or get your dice out, because we're going to come back and roll initiative. We'll see you all You did this shortly. on my birthday! <laughs> You're welcome. Everybody wave! So, uh, the players have rolled initiative on our break, just to speed things up a little bit. Sue Long rolled a 22. Arat rolled a 15. Fiskorth rolled a 10 and Yuiza rolled a 9. Now, this magic washed over you, stunning you all. You are stuck here for a full minute as they get the advance on uh, where they're heading to. What do you do as this magic finally releases you all and you all come out of it, able to move once more? What's first for you all? I need to make a good boy roll. It's an interesting situation. There is not even like the f almost millisecond they almost get stunned. Sulong jerks forward and is on all fours running. So I will take a my movement and an action to dash. All right. What do you do? I draw my last card that I can cast a spell with and I'm pulling it from my my reserved my reserved pile. And it is the druid. Everybody else in the room is going to start hearing bone snapping. Oh, and twisting. Mm -hmm. And the stick is going to fall to the ground. And there is now a wolf in the middle of the room with very, like, milky-looking eyes. Like, the blindness is still there. Okay. And I am going to use my now 40 uh, foot of movement to speed after the, the exiting people. May I scoop the quarterstaff as I run past? You can. Uh, what does Fiskorth do? I'm taking wing. I'm going after these bitches cave style. How far is your flight movement? 30 feet. 30 feet? Okay. Uh, are you dashing as well? Because I think you can dash with that. I can. I will dash. Okay. Uh, what is that? Oh, sorry. That's totally cool. Uh, did you have a question? I was going to say, uh, dash is same as uh, mm -hmm, your yeah. normal walking yeah. speed, so I'll take that instead of flight Word. because that feels a little <laughs> obnoxious. Uh, we got Torpedo Bat on the way, too. Uh, what's Yuisa doing? Uh, did you know that I can use my full movement, dash as a bonus action, and then dash as my full action? Oh my gosh, it's almost like you're playing a rogue. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um, there is definitely a stunned look to Yuisa, and that's not even having to do with the magic. Um, and I'm going to take my 90 feet of movement. Sorry, um, my move speed is also 90 because of my wild march ability. You all make it up to the second floor in record time, and you hear a commotion happening uh, upstairs where you left everyone previously. Do you stop to check it out? I mean... <sighs> yeah, I would assume that's kind of where they went. I, I mean, well, I'll, I'll wait until my turn, but with general, like, you know, I'm used to using my other senses plus mm -hmm. wolf. I'm following scent of these people. Mm -hmm. So okay. if they went in there, then I'm going in there. If they went out the front door, I'm going out the front door. You don't catch their scent as uh, you pass the closed doors. You smell the three of them going out. However, 
how well would you say that Arat would know Nismet and Pascal's scent? We've been hanging out for however long since this game started, like every other day. So I think I would know them pretty decently. Yeah, and unless Ar- unless Arabelle's scent changed as well, then I have I was living in her house. Roll me, uh, Arabelle's scent did not change. However, roll me okay. a, uh, let's do a perception check. 24. Fantastic. Uh, as you're running, you realize that the people who were with Arabelle, although they look like your friends, they don't smell like them. There's something off. There's a smell of earthiness, of dust, a bit of decay that wasn't there previously. Uh, does anyone else stop or do you follow Arat? I'm going to echolocate. My nose is not too good. It's that funny little leaf shape, but I can sure scream. Um, okay. I, I would stop at the door just because I can't sniff out scents. <laughs> Uh, as you stop at the door, Fiskworth, your echo locate doesn't uh, ping anyone within range in the hallway. However, there is an extra body in the room next door. And Yuiza, as you open up, you see that twisted being that you saw in the basement, in the middle of the room, uh, lashing out as the folks in the room try to get away from it. God, okay. Um, can I do something while as I pass Arat? Uh, what do you want to do? I am going to give him a uh, one of my nails. I will not describe how it happens, but it is one of her nails. Okay. Um, and with the instruction of if you can't beat them, at least get this on them. Sulong and Fiskworth, are you leaving or are you staying? I think Sulong would have ran past the door, heard the scream, saw you was going, and then saw the twisted being, gritted his teeth, stamped his foot on the ground, and just pivoted back to get into the room. Same. I am the missile is heat seeking, and the missile sees friendship here. The missile's heading into the room. Okay. Hi. Ooh, if we're all in there, I kind of want to go with Ada. Go? No, nah, it's fine. <laughs> They're most likely going to outrun me anyway. Yeah, but I have beef with them. Personal beef. <laughs> go, go fight the strange chaos monster. You already opened the door for everybody. <laughs> no, I'm going with you, baby. Okay. Sulong, you are up first. This thing... You're not entirely sure still what it is. It's bearing down on Ellison, moving closer. What do you do? He, well, for one, uses a bonus action to dash and then interposes himself between Ellison and the monster. I think it's like a juke underneath the monster and he turns upward to smack it on the chin with the quarterstaff. All right, let's do it. I nat 20 on the first roll. (laughs) is going to be a 11 de- uh, de- points of bludgeoning damage, non-magical. 11. Fantastic. Okay. Uh, up next, Hardwick is going to move in as well, and with his staff raised, he will shout, Get away from Miss Ellison! 
and cast Thunder Wave. Do I need to make the check as well? Nope, he is angling it, so it does not hit you. It is pushing. Oh, right. Thunder Wave is the uh, line. And it does take the check, so it will just take, I think it takes half damage. Half damage and is not pushed. Uh, So it is going to take half of... Eight. Hardwick tried. Uh, That's all that mattered, really. Up next is the Starving Spectre. It's going to use its multi-attack. Uh, it is Uh-oh. going to make a blade arm attack against you, Sulong. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, for a natural one that will not hit. Uh, but however, as its arm swings down, this bloody blade extending towards you and missing, uh, it is going to bite you. I'm sorry, what? As its second attack. Does a 19 hit you? It's only just. Okay. I need a shield. Yeah, uh, you're going to take 11 points piercing damage. Uh, and that will be its turn. I'd Up like next. to warn everyone I'm out of rages. Up next, all right. I'm booking it. I'm out the I'm out the front door. As you chase down the scent, it appears that the people who came did bring a cart, in fact, and there are distinct tracks in the muddy ground that you are able to follow. Are you still dashing? Yeah, I think Yuiza and I have approximately the same speed if we use all of our movement and also dash. Okay. Uh, they you do not get close enough to hear the sound of whatever vehicle they are taking to get away from you, but you are able to tell they are moving towards town and likely at a rapid speed. Uh, Up next, Mari. Our sweet, sweet Mari is not equipped to fight. However, she will be picking up that potted plant next to her and throwing it over Hardwick's head at this creature. However, a 12 will not hit and it will go wide past the creature smashing into the wall behind it. That will be her turn. Up next, we have Fiskworth. This thing just hit my boy Sulong. I'm gonna run up to her. Whoa, inflict wounds upon ye. Oh my God, <laughs> that's a nat one. I love Fiskworth's combat rolls. All the exuberance <laughs> doesn't hit. Did, does she get advantage with flanking with Sulong? <laughs> the melee spell attack roll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it only accounts to uh, melee weapon attacks, not spell attacks. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for trying, though. <laughs> so, you know, my little claws are going to miss with that terrible necrotic magic, but I'm just going to start forming a little angry bat skull sneering and growling in my claws. Fantastic. All right. Up next, we have Yuiza. Yuiza, you and Aret are dashing. Is there anything other than dashing that you care to do on your turn? Am I able to jump onto the cart? You do not see the cart yet. Oh, I do not see the cart nope, yet. There's only okay. tracks in the mud. Okay, I'm dashing. Okay. 90 feet. Roll me a perception check. It's a 12 because I have plus zero. The normally dim lights of the town during evening seem unusually bright the closer you get. Hmm. Up next, we have Thomas, who will grab 
a bust off the mantelpiece and, like Mari, attempt to throw it uh, at this creature. And with a six, he too does not hit. It goes wide and it hits the piano, smashing the ivory keys in a very unpleasant way. Ellison, behind you, Su Long, is not made for combat. From dress to what she is prepared for in life, this is not her bag, and she is going to move back as far as she can into the corner away from this thing. Brings us back to the top of the round with Su Long. There is a growl to Thomas. Uh, get Ellison and Mari out of here. And <laughs> baseball bat? Yeah, just going to start hitting the creature over and over again. Okay. I stick. Yeah, I'm going to throw a power attack on this and a reckless. Okay. So advantage. 15 to hit. 15 does it. 14 points of legending damage. Okay. Anything else? I don't have any great bonus actions, sadly. Um... Yeah, that's it. Up next, we have Hardwick again. Still trying his best to help you. If he's about to cast Thunder Wave, can Sulong yell to him, don't mind me? Sure. You want to take the hit? I'll take the hit. Okay. Got a method to the madness. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to willingly fail that con check, you can. However, the creature is going to try and... Uh, the creature does pass its constitution save with a dirty 20. Uh, 26. Okay, you do pass the uh, the con save as well. So you will both be taking half of 11. So five. Uh, five, and then as a reaction, Sulong pops absorb element to bring that down to a two. Okay, fantastic. And the quarterstaff starts crackling with this thunderous energy. I love it. Up next, we have the creature. And it does not like what Hardwick is doing. So its next attacks will be against Hardwick. Not the old man. First up, it's going to make a blade arm attack, which hits him with an 18. Hardwick will take eight points of damage. It also uses its second attack and its multi-attack. Another 18 to hit. This time, Hardwick is taking 13 points of damage. The old man does not look good. But he's still up. Come on, my boy. Put your back into it. We protect the people of this house, he says, looking at you. Zulon. Yes, sir. Up next, Arat. You can hear town as you close in, and you hear the creaking of wheels. Roll me a perception check as you near town. I, I forgot I get advantage as a wolf doing that. Uh, Fantastic. 23. There's no mistaking it now. As you come out of the forest and you near the warden's building, you smell the distinct smell of wood on fire and you feel the heat coming from the building. Am I still nowhere near the cart? You can hear it up ahead. It's probably 40 feet. But you won't you won't be able to reach down this turn, but you have reached down. Okay. Um I can't do anything about that as the wolf. Uh my the the person running with me is more apt to do anything, if at all, but we're both chasing down this car. So I'm gonna 
continue my zoomies and missile at the uh, at the cart. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, Mari uh, is going to start moving away towards the door, trying to get out of everyone's way. Uh, there, are, there's, there's really nothing left for her to throw. Uh, up next, back to Fiskorth. Oh boy. All right, I rolled a 19 on that spiritual weapon. Hopefully, I roll as well this time. Ooh, that's an 11. An 11 to hit? That does not hit. No, 11 damage. Oh, 11 damage. Okay. 11 damage. Okay, because I rolled an 18 to hit. Okay, great. Sorry, (laughs) I didn't hear that 18 to hit. (laughs) She like, oobleck her body. Oh my God. (laughs) My little heart would have broken into a million pieces. (laughs) Uh, You definitely hit, and the starving specter is not looking good. Up next, Yuiza. As you and Arat are rounding town, you see the warden's building is currently on fire. And you can see just past it, the cart has rounded the corner and is heading towards the road. She's following that cart. Okay. Uh, Like Arat, you won't reach it this round, but you are closer and you are within sight of it. Up next, we have Thomas, who, following your orders, is going to head for Ellison to get her out of the room. And Ellison and Thomas will make their way towards the dining room, towards that other exit. Sulong, we're back at the top. Hell yeah. Okay. So, quarterstaff, just bopping them. Just bop it? Just bop it. Uh, reckless power attack, same as last time. Okay, let's do it. 23 to hit. 23 does hit. All right, here we go. So for bludgeoning damage, 18 points of bludgeoning damage. And the absorb element goes off, so they'll be taking an additional six points of thunder damage. As you deal out that additional six points of damage, what's it look like when you take out the starving specter? The starving specter is going for another bite on Hardwick, and Fiskorth sees Sulong just raise above behind it. His eyes are glowing this like menacing yellow, and his voice comes out a little bit more guttural than usual. He says, mm-hmm. Where the hell do you think you're looking? And then hits it just right across the back of the skull. <laughs> Harwick is just standing there agape, and then there's like the blood splatter across his face. You do that, and as you hit it, uh, the creature crumbles and falls away. The blade arms retract, and there are hands once more, and as they fall to the ground, once more it is the body of Lily on the ground almost looking peacefully asleep. It appears that in death, she was able to return to who she was. There is a clatter from the quarterstaff that hits the ground, and Fiskorth just sees Sulong standing there, looking down at the body shaking. It looks like he's about to be sick. Oh, what happens? And Fiskorth comes over. 
God, I am out of spell slots. This is such a terrible time to be out of spell slots. All she can do is just offer the warmth of divinity and just touching him with Spare the Dying. Can you spare the dying if the dying is on the inside? I'm afraid God doesn't heal that particular wound. He is silent throughout. Sulong, Sulong, we have to get going. They, 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 they were running outside. You need to make sure that Yui and Eren are okay. Sulong, stay with me. Look at me. It tricked us. Whatever it was, it tricked Lily, and there was nothing we could do for her. You saved these people, but there are so many more who need our help. Be here with me, Sulong. Please. There is the eyes close on Sulong as the hyperventilation of breathing slows down as he's repeating a mantra to himself in Draconic. Um, You're right. We'll clean this up later, I guess. There will always be later. I promise you that. There will be, so long as we keep going. Just stay with me, all right? And Fist takes her claw in his hand and just begins to lead him out the door. He'll scoop the quarterstaff up. Harwick, do you still have that carriage ready for the lady? Yes. Where was it headed? Well, the GM doesn't remember it, so we're just going to roll with it. Uh, but Hardwick will nod. Yes, uh, there, there. I can, I can have it ready momentarily. Let's just, because you don't remember. Um, we'll just say that he gives Sulong the destination, and Sulong tells him to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, where do you want him to take Mari? To whatever safe haven they were supposed to go to. Okay. And definitely do that. I take it that you are going to be heading towards town as well? We are running, we are sprinting, flying, doing whatever we can to get there as fast as possible. I will cast Long Strider on myself if I need to. Let me get everyone... Dragging poor fists along, like, please, I only have little legs. You can pop on my back, backpack. (laughs) Backpack! Then your movement's half, though. I'm pretty strong. (laughs) I could use my wings like a sail. Theater of the Mind, over to Yuiza uh, and Arat. As you both round the corner, finally making it into town, you realize that this isn't just a getaway. This is a coordinated attack. Yuiza, as you pass by the building that is currently on fire, you narrate, narrate to Arat that They have jumped out of the wagon and have been casting magic. There are creatures spawning on rooftops in front of the person that looks like Nismat. She casts magic using an amulet in front of her, and suddenly there is a creature coming up out of a dark pool. It looks like an elf, but it has mouths crawling up the sides of its arms. Its hair is beraggled. It is not... The uh, it, it looks regal in absolutely no way. It looks like a creature of elven nightmare. And you watch as she casts this, whatever was concentra- she was concentrating on must drop as the image of Nismet drops and you see a tan-skinned elf with short dark hair wearing a fel- flower crown and pink and black armor. 
holding on to Nismat's battle axe. On the other side, you see the visage of Pascal drop away and revealing someone you recognize. The white, the white-haired half-elf with the facial tattoo. You asked for directions. In the carnival, decked out in the armor of a paladin, summoning something. Also armored, dripping in shadow, and behind them, smiling. You see the woman who got the jump on you all taking her time as she casts magic. And what comes forth from the portal that she opens is unlike any creature you have seen or heard of. It is a lot, it has a long serpentine body, feathers that turn into fur, wings that appear to be too small to hold it up, but it slides through the air with ease. And as it opens its mouth to caw to her, There is no tongue within its beak, but a mass of tentacles that spill out and greet her hand. What did the two of you do? So previously you said that we were about 40 feet from them. Does that mean Mm -hmm. that I'd be able to reach them easily on this turn if I don't get hit by these things? You can certainly try. Yeah, I'm still beelining for our fake Arabelle. Uh, But yeah, I'm, I'm beelining for her and I'm because I can't, I can't actually see anything to be afraid of it. Uh, I just know that there's a lot more stuff, so I'm just trying to dodge things if they are going to come for me, and I'm just, I'm aiming straight at her. Okay, let me go ahead and throw everybody into the combat tracker. Yuiza, uh, you will go next. What do you do? I'm using my bonus action to dash. So that would be a total of 60. I believe I can throw a regular dagger. It's, it'd be a disadvantage, but because it's more than 20 feet. But Where are I you targeting? Flower crown. Okay. I'm going to assume an eight doesn't hit, but... Um, an eight does not hit. If I can flavor the, the fails. Go ahead. I think you use running. There is very few thoughts in her head other than this bloodthirsty need to hunt down this Arabelle wannabe or truly Arabelle, I don't know Um, and the people that tricked her especially after what they announced and you see the claws in her hand coming out but they're coming in like this more branch-like manner she throws this dagger, not necessarily even to hit, but as a message to this person, just passes them. You can definitely do that. Did you have any bonus actions or anything on your turn? I dashed as a bonus action. Oh, okay, gotcha. All right. Up next, we have our first little critter on the roof. And these things, they look like if you had a tiny ape covered in amphibian skin with little fins coming down their hands. They're essentially gremlins. Essentially, someone has fed these things after midnight. Uh, And this little guy from up above is going to actually pull a shingle off the roof, Arat, and he's going to attempt to throw it at you. Uh, Does an 11 hit you? No. No? All right. 
and standing behind, proud of their handiwork, you see, or well, you hear the woman coming after me now, are you? Wow. Can't wait to see what you do. I won't be around to watch it, though. I'll check in on you later, though. And she is going to cast Command. Can I get a Wisdom saving throw from you? 24. 24. Okay, you save. You feel magic wash over you as she attempts to tell you to grovel. I'm so sick of people telling me to grovel today. (laughs) I'll bet. Uh, Let's see here. And that is all she will do for this turn. As she calmly turns and begins walking back. Up next, you hear the rustle of metal off to the side as the paladin comes to play. And they slash out at you with the dagger. Does the 21 hit? Yes. Okay. You'll be taking seven points piercing damage. Okay. You're immune to poison, right? I am resistant. Resistant? Okay, I will also need a constitution saving throw. 17. They rolled a two, so take half that. Okay. Up next, this little critter up on the roof, Huiza behind you, is going to cast... Let's see... I believe they have some spells. Let's see what they have. They are going to cast Grease, centering it on you, ish. I can kind of draw a square. Uh, I will need a dexterity saving throw. It's an 11. An 11? Uh, that That does not save. You will be falling prone uh, in this Grease. And that brings me to the Oathrot Knight. And they are just going to begin moving towards you. That will be their turn. Arat, you are up. Yep, I'm still gunning for our fake Arabelle. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I can reach her at this point. You can. Uh, so I'm going to dive and make a bite attack at her. Okay. Does a 21 hit? It does hit. All right. So she's going to feel a wolf just suddenly come up on top of her as I roll nine piercing, and then she has to make a strength saving throw. That is a 14. Does wild shape saving throw, does that use the the animal saving saving throw, or does that use my spell saving throw? It would use the animal. Okay, so then she su- mm-hmm. she succeeds on that one. So she doesn't okay. she doesn't like get knocked over, but mm-hmm. you know, calmly walking away, turning around, and suddenly there's a wolf on her back, teeth sinking into her shoulder. Okay. Yeah, uh, with wild shape, you keep your mental stats, but you use the physical stats of the animal. Okay, cool. Played a druid for two years, and that's all I remember. <laughs> Fantastic. So yeah, a uh, big, big gray wolf is suddenly on this lady's back. Okay. Up next is one of the little critters on the roof. And 
Yuiza, out of the corner of you, your eye, you watch as it surveys what's going on, and it just sinks into the roof of the tailor's shop. Following suit, there's one on top of Morthron and uh, Isla's house. And it attempts to do the same thing as well. However, as it attempts to sink into their house, there is suddenly a brilliant flash of red light tinged with black around the edges. And it is shot off and sizzling near your feet. Dead. Yeah, Asmodeus came in, came through. And as you look at the house, you see it is now bathed in a bright red light. Up next is the Luck Leech. This one will begin moving towards you, Ara. All right, and it is just going to move in. And you see, you watch as this elven creature with mouths lining its arms slowly begins moving its way towards Ara. The woman in the pink and black armor with the flower crown. Eagles. And dashes back. Piscorth. It's about this time that you and Su Long are finally close enough to hear the sounds of combat. You smell the burning of wood. You can see that there is now a sizable fire going up the side of the warden's building. You hear chittering of creatures, the roaring caw of something quite large. What do you do? I'm so glad we need to get that flame out first things. Out of character question, does Sulong have creator destroy water? <laughs> no. Damn it. I was gonna lift you up fire style. We could put it out from the I do have produce flame. I think that's gonna make the fire worse, best. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Um, if you start two fires in a controlled blaze, they eat up the oxygen in the area and kill themselves. Are you saying we cause the fire to commit suicide? I, I like this. No, 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 well, not like that, but I don't, uh, let's not do that. Let's just, let me just drink a lot of water and <laughs> okay, is there how far away from the well? If there's, there's a well, fountain in the middle of town, there's a fountain in the middle of town. There's also the small lake uh, that you are near, where the bathhouse is, uh, that you would be close to. Let's get water from there instead. Sulong, we need to get that fire out. I can go into the air, but I I need the water. Get as much water as the big muscular arms of yours can carry. Can Sulong see the giant monster in the middle of town from where he is? Uh, you can see that there's something large between the buildings. You don't get a clear look at it, though. Are you sure you want me to get water, or should we take care of that thing first? You're right. The flame will die, eat itself. You, I've, I've heard that wisdom from someone, I won't say who, but let's deal with the beast. You're right. What are you doing, Fis? I am gonna hopefully run as quickly as I- Yo, actually, I'm gonna fly. I can fly. I'm gonna 
How far can I go? I can reach that tree. I'm going to flutter over into that tree, which I presume is that behind the burning building. It is behind the burning building. And you see on a part of the roof that is not being burned, a small, odd creature cackling, laughing, pointing down. I don't like small, odd creatures other than myself. How far? Let me see how far he is. He's 40 feet. Okay, okay. How far is... Oh, it's this creature's unfortunate day. Toll the dead. Okay. He's going to need to make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, oh gosh. I don't think these things are very wise. That is a 12. He does not pass just barely. And is he already damaged or is he a healthy little man? Uh, He has no damage. All right. He just takes 1d8 then. All right. But hey, he takes four damage. Uh, you know, it's something. It's you something. definitely get its attention. I'm just out here whispering that in the trees. He's just like, <laughs> they're in the trees. <sighs> Up next, Yuiza. Unfortunately, Streamview doesn't seem to uh, be able to track anyone. It doesn't know where the tokens are. Sorry about that, chat. Oh, it wasn't even showing. Never mind. You don't know anything was wrong. Forget I said anything. Uh, Yuiza, you are currently prone in Greece. Takes half my movement to get up, right? It does. I am going to move at least half my movement to get up. So that's 15 and I'm going to try to move. Yeah, I'll do my bonus to dash and my uh, as, selection. To, um, mm-hmm. As you start your turn within 30 feet. I need you to make a DC 13 charisma saving throw. Okay. That's a 12. That does not save. As you get up to move past this creature, what's an important oath or promise Yuiza has made in her life? I'll find you. You hear those words echo in your mind momentarily, that promise you made. And suddenly, it's the least important thing in your life as you lose your resolve to complete that promise. Do I stay where I am? No, you'll still be able to, you'll still be able to run. Um, You are considered cursed. You will have disadvantage on constitution saving throws to maintain concentration. And you can't add your proficiency bonus to ability checks or saving throws until the curse is lifted. I think she she makes it... That's about 60 feet. Her run comes to a slow stop there as the rage in her eyes just starts to recede and there is a look of confusion in her eyes as she doesn't understand why she's putting so much effort at the moment. Okay. Up next. The creature that came out of the portal. The Snallygaster. Cute name. Nasty little critter. All right, it just saw you take a bite out of its master. Mm-hmm. 
and it's going to come for you. Okay. Was the 22 hit? Yes. Okay. That will be 27 bludgeoning damage. Cool. I fall out of wild shape. There's now a large man on this woman's back instead. You are no longer on her back. It has you grappled. Until your grapple ends, you are considered restrained. And you will take 1d8 acid damage at the start of each of your turns, as the Snallygaster has used its slimy tentacles on you. Up next, you see walking out of the Wands Want. Galwin, as he approaches the woman who has been taunting you all. We, uh, everything's taken care of. We should get going. Nothing's left. All right. Let's get out of here. Shall we? Up next. Sulong. Uh, bonus action, dash. Uh, actually, I'll do movement first, so 30 feet. 25 bonus action dash another 30 feet actually can I see that gremlin on the roof there uh to the southeast uh you would have to be up as high in the tree as Viscorth is um it is a two-story building and they are on the opposite side of an a-frame roof Okay, because I, I just thought of a good idea, and that is to cast Jump on myself to triple my jump distance, mm. and then just hop over the building. Could do that. Yeah. So action, cast Jump on myself, jump over the building. Okay. And I think I'd like to land... <laughs> if I sit in the air, I'd like to just try a plunging attack, but I don't have enough actions. Yeah, I'll land on the other side. Yeah. You land on the other side and you are in the middle of a larger battle than you realized. You smell the burning of the building behind you. You see these creatures up on rooftops cackling with glee at what is happening down below. There is an armored person in front of you, smoke and rags billowing from beneath them, their armor. You see the white-haired half-elf with the face tattoo. You passed him. Didn't get a good look, but vaguely remember him being at the fair. There's no sign of Nismat or Pascal as you enter the battlefield. I do clock, though, that the Flower Crown has Nismet's axe. Yeah, you can probably see that. Cool. There is only one circle on the battlefield that intrigues me right now. <laughs> <laughs> up next. One of our little buddies up top. Cackling and watching turns his attention to the rooftop and moves up and then sinks down into the roof of the uh, blacksmith shop out of sight. That brings us to the woman with the dark hair who looks like Arabelle but not quite. She sighs. Enjoy your snack, my pet. 
pity I had to summon you to each. That. And she steps back. Bulin, let's get going. We have a dinner to get to. And she holds her action. As the paladin, who are at you here is named Fulin, runs past you, dashing to meet up with the person who called him. You feel the unmistakable sound of magic as this woman uses her held action to cast teleport. And with a final, enjoy your night. They all four are gone. Arat looks absolutely feral. <laughs> it held in Sting's grip. It's unlike you have seen him before. <laughs> and as we pause here, because we are nearing the end of time, there is one more thing that happens as you all stand defending your new home. Doors begin opening. You hear the sound of a crowd coming down the street. As fire continues to consume the building. Alright, you hear the arcane energy rumble in the air. And Sulong and Yuiza, you look back towards the warden's house and you see portals begin to open. And through them steps Toby, riding Pershing. Farah and Nismat run through weapons drawn in robes as regal as any queen could wear. And from behind you, Fiskorth, you hear the flapping of large leather wings as a giant ancient dragon settles down next to you, pink in color, and you hear... Come on, little man. Bring him into the skies. And that's where we're going to leave off tonight. My dad? Is your dad a dragon? That's <laughs> no. so mom. Uh, no, not Nisbeth's mom. Oh, <laughs> Over um, ascending stone in Sulong's ear, he just hears on your left from Nismat, and then like these portals God. open up around him to the. Dun, 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 dun. You do not see Nismat or Pascal amongst the wardens who have come to I your know. aid. Oh I, thought, oh, I thought you said Nismat. No, mm-hmm. no, it Toby and the rest of them, but Nismat mm-hmm. and uh, Pascal aren't there. Yep. I'm cursed. There you are. Know, uh, but. It gives us a lot to talk about in the after show. Uh, thank you, everyone, so much for joining us tonight. We are going to go around and say our goodbyes. Thank you for joining us for this combat-heavy uh, game tonight. Hopefully, our maps will be working properly next week, and we can show you all what exactly these folks are fighting against. Thank you, everyone, for joining us for tonight's episode of Luck and Chaos. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. It really helps our show grow. Arat was played by Zachary Vaudo. Yuiza was played by Alyssa Vamp. Fiskorth was played by Abby. Sulong was played by RJ. And your GM and producer today was Sarah Roberts. The Luck and Chaos theme, A Twist of Fate, was composed by SneakerNet. 
Download it now on Bandcamp. Link in the show notes below. Check out our show notes for cast info and links to the third-party content featured in this game. If you'd like to join us for our Patreon-only after show, visit us on patreon.com forward slash the Hype Goblin. This show and others like it are made possible by the generous support from our patrons.